Hello and welcome to The Anchored. This is the place where we discuss and dive deep into health, wealth, and relationship centered on Christ. We're not therapists, we're not your financial advisors, but we believe that we can live life well as couples anchored in Christ. Enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to episode two of The Anchored. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we're already in episode two. Yes. Okay, first of all, it took us forever. Confession. Confession point. It took us forever to start this podcast because life has been busy, mm-hmm. right? Life has been packed, Chile works. I work, we have kids, we have businesses. Yes. And honestly, life just happens. <laughs> life just happens sometimes. But this is something that God had been calling us to do and really telling us we had to do. We had to tonight. I remember, Shula, there was a day I shared with you that, <laughs> okay, this is going to sound funny, but I literally was cleaning up downstairs and God had been saying, you know, start this podcast, start mm-hmm. this podcast. And I was like, God, I ain't got no time. I ain't got no time. And then this particular day, I was cleaning. And what my spirit told me was, you ain't got no time for the thing of God. And you have a time to talk about stopping me in my track. So anyway, so my house looks like a mess right now. Um, Well, it's not the worst it could be, but you get my point. But we're here and I'm celebrating that we are talking on the second episode. Yes. And and Latifa... Um, actually trigger this um what we're going to talk about in this episode two is marriage worth it and that's what we're going to be diving into today dun 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 yes is marriage worth it worth yes. it worth it and and i think uh, let's let's do it so i think it starts from is marriage for you and i think this is not a trick question i don't think you need <laughs> i think even the moment you heard that you know the answer to that already because jesus made it clear to you know and he, he told us some some have been given to be eunuchs. Some have been given that grace to not even be married. They will flourish. They will thrive. They will do so well in their single life. Good example, Apostle Paul. He labored more than the apostles, not him, but the grace of God in him, but he was single, right? And some people, they have been called to marriage. Like, you know, it's 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 for you, like Latifa and I. So there's... Uh... Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the horse. I was not sure I was going to get married, to be honest with you. Being married was not even like a desire that was like forefront in my mind. Yes, you know, I'm like, it would be nice. But I mean, to be fair, I just didn't feel inspired by too many marriages that I was seeing in my life. So my thought was, if this is what marriage is, I don't know that I want this because, you know, why would I want to pour into something that may not be pouring back into me and not just into me directly, but into my life period. So I, you know, sorry, speaking for myself, I was not like always sure I was going to get married, but it's something that I felt like I thought God wanted me to do Mm -hmm. eventually but I wasn't one of those people that's been dreaming about their wedding day yeah. and their wedding dress. Correct. Nah, not yes. me. What I, about you? Though? No, I think for me, I, I knew that I, I wanted to get married. It was just wired. I'm just wired like that. I just knew I'm going to get married. Now, did I ever sit down to flush it out? I don't think guys do that unless this guy, whoever does that or did that is so spiritual. <laughs> I think I think guys just are like, oh, I'm wired to, to get married and that's it. And I think Jesus Christ said, you know, some have been given the grace to be married. Some have been given grace to be single and some have been made 
like that by men. Maybe it became eunuchs, for example, in the British, like in the British um, Empire, where you have eunuchs that are made by men. So, um, but again, I think you know, you know that calling in your life. You you have that calling, and you can recognize that. I think when you answer that, then you go to is marriage even worth it? I think if you know you are single, then this this conversation, this question is not for you because you're like, oh, I love my singleness. I, I am doing so well, right? But if marriage is for you, then the next question is, is it worth it? And that question for Latifa, if it's fair to say, it came because you saw not, not so great examples of marriage. And, and that I, made you question. And I think that's really common, right? Because without even thinking clearly or intentionally about it, we on a subconscious level know that if something doesn't feel attractive, we may subconsciously even move away from there. Mm -hmm. And if it looks like it's attractive, because that's how humans are created, right? We go away from pain and we move towards pleasure. So there's a part of it that may also be that, that you know, maybe the what marriage looked like for you did not look like a pleasurable institution that you wanted to be a part of. And I think that's why it's important that we're doing this podcast, mm -hmm. not so that you can think anything is perfect, being single imperfect, being doubled imperfect, right? And I don't know that we're going to talk about being tripled because <laughs> <laughs> that's an old testament. But anyways, like the point is though, that this is part of our vision. This is part of our goal and our dream is to be able to hopefully spread more joy spread more tools into life so that we can have more examples mm -hmm. so that marriage doesn't look like this institution that is lacking of pleasure that is more of a bucket deeper than a bucket filler using my kids mm -hmm. lingo mm -hmm. and even like in a financial lingo perspective you guys may have heard about assets versus liability mm -hmm. right liabilities are things that deep into your pocket decrease your wealthiness of your life in the expensive form of those sense decreases your money decreases the quality of your life whereas an asset increases all of that it's the opposite of a liability so if marriages are looking like liabilities and not like assets then the question is should we even be opting into it or opting out of it? Cool. And if you've made the decision that you want your relationship to be anchored in Christ, then the question becomes, if it is more of a liability than an asset, how can we make it more of an asset than a liability? Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be perfect. There are going to be seasons in life that are like more stressful, right? Mm -hmm. If you're like, if I'm on call and things are like, we're working like crazy hours, of course, if I'm not sleeping well, or like, you know, there's more stress at your work, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, you can see how we can be more impatient with each other. Mm -hmm. And that can actually lead to seasons or micro seasons where it feels more like a liability than an asset but we have to take like a bird's eye view step out and not judge by the microsecond but really how can we make this more of a increasing asset Correct. than a liability and i think it's it stems from recognizing that you cannot put out what you do not have in you right preach bro so if you don't have uh, a, a good example a place where you're being fed or uh, a, a true picture of what marriage should look like, then it becomes, is it even worth it? Because the question is, you're asking yourself a question uh, when you don't know how it should look like. And I think that's, and I think that's what happens. You know, you get married, oh, you're head over heels, you love this person so much. But when, when, when the marriage ceremony is all done, reality sets in because this is the person that is waking up beside you 
you're having you're going to have kids with this person you're going to do life with this person and you realize that this is not just uh happy-go-lucky merry-go-round <laughs> journey this is this takes work work not from a negative perspective but work from an intentional like uh a daily thing you literally say okay i'm gonna i'm trying to put effort into this uh and it when i say daily i don't mean like you daily wake up and say i'm gonna do something but it's something that is intentional right and and you know from the bible you know god created male and female he created them in his image genesis chapter 2 god saw the man was alone yeah and god <laughs> had given him a task to till to walk the land so man is normally supposed to be working productive to produce stuff and god knew that man needed someone to 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 help him but in 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 verse one he had already declared male and female and so God, in his divine vision, knew that man and woman would come together and become one, right? And it's a reflection of Christ and the church. And it's really, really powerful. So, yes, is, is marriage worth it? A hundred percent, especially when you come from that biblical perspective of why God himself orchestrated uh, marriage in the first place. I will think? say that marriage becomes even more worth it if we are doing the individual work of being individual assets Correct. to the relationship, right? How can I work on myself that I don't become a burden to this relationship? And I always tell mm -hmm. people this, that in every relationship, I, I visualize that there are three of us. There is, of course, there is God, but in terms of like, it helps with explaining there is me, there is Sheila, and then there's a third entity, which is our relationship. In order to be able to pour into our relationship, we also have to be built, not perfect right but we have to make sure we're doing the work of taking care of ourselves being you know prayerful being connected to god getting your therapy on if you need to get your therapy on, getting your coaching on if you need to get your coaching on right we have to be individually built and solid in order for us to be an asset to the third party mm -hmm. when that starts to dip is when one person becomes the person that's like dipping out from this third bucket a lot more it's like literally oh. imagine if both of us were Y'all, I got lots of money analogies because, you know, I do money stuff in my <laughs> upper life, right? Um, but the thing is, if, if we think about it, if we are, we have a bucket that we both contribute into, let's say we're contributing $20 to it, right? You contribute $20, I contribute $20. And we're not talking about money specifically. This is more of an analogy. We can, we'll talk about financial stuff in other episodes. Y'all going to be, stay tuned. <laughs> But imagine if Sheila is putting in $20 and I'm putting, you know, 20 or 10 or 15. And maybe there are some seasons where he has like 10 or 15 and all that. But now imagine when if consistently Sheila is putting in $20 and I'm putting nothing into the relationship. But instead of actually putting into the relationship, I'm actually taking out of the 20 bucks that he's putting in there. And I'm just spending it all the time. Like he puts 20, I take 20. He puts 20, I put, I take like 15. I, you know, if there is that consistency where I am taking out of this relationship without investing in the relationship because I got nothing to put in, mm -hmm. you can see how that can lead to overall depletion of that bucket. And that is the best analogy that I can think of, of why it is so important for us to make sure we're taking care of our individual selves. And that's like body, that's like mind, that's spirit, that's our soul, that's our finances. And 
this has, and in fact, I'm going to say not just finances, because there may be seasons in one's life where you're not earning in a family, whether that's like how you guys have arranged things or life is happening, but there's always something of value that we can bring, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like our time, our emotion, our wisdom, our words, our our care, our love, and all those other stuff. So the key is we have to be individually built in order to be assets that pour into this third bucket, which is our relationship, yes. so that it can be full. Yes. So to answer the question, if, is marriage worth it? If marriage is for you, that answers the question. It is worth it. And what we've been talking about now is how do you come prepared? How do you come not just winking it, saying, oh, I'm just going to get married because it is for me. But how do you come with that intentionality? How do you come with that um, that attitude? I'm going to invest. I'm going to make it an asset. I'm going to put in effort. Right. And so that's where we're talking from from that perspective that you actually grow yourself in, in, in accordance to, to God's word and, and, and you're deliberate. And your wife helps you and you also help your wife. And we're going to definitely do more episodes where we we go into some scriptures that actually reflect what a husband should look like, what a wife should look like, what they should do, what their roles are, where we stop defining a man, defining a woman, defining marriage by what the world is telling us they should look like or they should be. But what the um, our father, God himself, intended it should look like. And then from that perspective, it's 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 automatic right marriage will flourish it will it will be fruitful it will multiply you will feel the earth you will taught you will till your land before you and you and your wife together will be one more than ever before because when we say two heads are better than one it's two heads in agreement <laughs> two heads that are working <laughs> that are working together right because if you have two heads and one is says a and two says z then it's impossible for you to to walk together and that's why sometimes marriages struggle because the wife has a perspective has a different lane she's going on and the husband has a different perspective and a different lane and we're going to talk about expectations too right how can expectations impact marriages too where there's an expectation for a husband and it's different from what the wife's expectations are as well oh that's gonna be good i cannot wait so yes we've answered the question is marriage worth it yes if it is for you if if it's not for you of course then you know your singleness is where god has intended for you to flourish and grow and blossom and thrive again a very great example as apostle paul right and so the prompt for you guys today is number one y'all should be listening to this together or even if it's not together maybe separately and then having conversations about this after work or during a date night or date day or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um but the main question that we want to ask you is is your marriage worth it Mm -hmm. and no blaming no judging no judgment and if you think your marriage is more of a liability than an asset i want you to just be honest with yourself and Mm -hmm. not so that you can throw in the towel but asking yourselves the honest question of how can i go from or how can we go from this being a liability to being an asset Mm -hmm. who do we need to invite into it we invite god into our marriage who do i need to be who do i need to invite into my life into my own heart myself right and also the questions are who do we need help from maybe Mm -hmm. you need a 
marriage coach. Maybe you need a marital therapist. Maybe you need an individual therapist for yourself, right? The key is whatever it takes to go from making it an asset, from making it a liability to going into an asset. Let's be honest with ourselves and let's treat this like an experiment, mm-hmm. right? It's so you're creating a recipe here. Try and experiment, reassess in a couple months and see what else you need to add to the ingredient to make it work. So that's our prom for you. I hope this has been of value to you. Uh, let us know. Leave us a review on whatever platform. And the reason why we always we're like stressing that out is it's the only way that other people like you and I are going to find us because there is hope for marriages. There's hope for relationships. It was never meant to be perfect, but it can be done and it can be done well. A symbol of Christ and the church. All right, people. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.